We believe in change and we're prepared for it with new techniques and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. Let it go out there today, baby. Three, two, one. And once again, our mighty ship is back on course. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Mama, there goes that man. You know Welcome, welcome, welcome to a special edition, a Super Bowl Sunday edition of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. And boy, it's been an eventful Super Bowl Sunday already for me, and I'll give you a rundown of that. But first and foremost, if you've never checked out the show before, please go to wadeswordproductions.com. That's wadeswordproductions.com. Check out past episodes. Listen to what we normally do each and every episode out. It kind of varies from episode to episode. But, yeah, go check that out. Subscribe to the email list and become a part of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade community. And I'll tell you more about ways to be interactive with that. So, this time out, we have a an episode just about the Super Bowl. It is interviews with folks who've covered, attempted to play in. We had a guy who actually played in the Super Bowl. We hear from you guys and, uh, hey, veteran writers. We hear from a few folks all about the Super Bowl. But let me tell you how my Super Bowl Sunday started, which Super Bowl Sunday is normally a holiday for me. You wake up and it's like almost it's like a a little bit slightly lesser version of Christmas. You wake up and it's a holiday. You know that this is a special day. And you I always say this all the time. This is like an unofficial holiday in America. And people say, well, it's just a football game, blah, blah, blah. But no, think about it. Culturally, what what is it like in America on Super Bowl Sunday? We do the same things on Super Bowl Sunday that we do for any other major holiday, COVID notwithstanding. So we come together, we eat, we drink, we convene with family and friends all around one event. And that's what Super Bowl Sunday is. Now, I hope you guys aren't convening this time out because of COVID. I hope we're socially distancing and it won't be quite as festive. But I woke up this morning, had my oatmeal, my steel cut oatmeal, had my coffee, and I had a great conversation with a special teams unit member, our guy, former NFL linebacker, Eddie Robinson, played with the uh, the Oilers, the Titans, the Jags, the Bills, a, a storied career in the NFL, and he played in the Super Bowl. And I wanted to get his perspective on playing in the Super Bowl, and I did. We had a great conversation And it culminated with his prediction on this Super Bowl. But he talked about his experience. He talked about the day of, the week of, all of that. And then I had a power outage. And I did not, because I was just about done with the podcast, I didn't back that one, that that interview up. I just didn't back it up. I mean, I was almost done. I literally was almost done and had a glitch. Not a massive power outage, but just one of those hiccups that turn your computer off and turn your turns on my alarm, all of that. It's just been a horrible morning. This was supposed to be out hours ago. But alas, just like the itsy bitsy spider crawling up the water spout, I got wiped out, but I'm crawling again 
up the water spout trying to get this one in. So let's start. I have veteran sports writer Ralph Cooper, the Radio Hall of Famer, my co-host of KTSU Sports Talk. He joins us. He's been covering in the NFL and Super Bowls for many, many, many years. We have his take. We have a veteran wide receiver, my best friend, Haywood Jeffries of the Houston Oilers. He is going to join us. Also, Patrick Coleman, a dear friend of mine and just an all-around great guy, played in the NFL for several years and played for the Houston Oilers, was drafted by the New England Patriots. And uh, we'll get his take on it. We'll hear some comments from Terrence Harris. And we will hear from you guys in the We the People segment. So all of that stuff is coming up. So let's get started with the Radio Hall of Famer. Here's our conversation with Ralph Cooper. For the very first time, it's an honor and a privilege to have a Radio Hall of Famer, a Houston radio legend, and my co-host for KTSU Sports Talk, Ralph Cooper. How are you, Ralph? I'm doing great, and uh, thanks for having me on and all that great stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, and I, the intent is once COVID is kind of out of the way, where well, we can literally sit down in a separate studio. I want to sit down and talk history with you and really sort of delve into all your accomplishments and the things that you have done. But first, this is a Super Bowl edition of the podcast. So I just really, what's your general take historically on where this matchup rates among other Super Bowls uh, before we even play it? Well, I think this has the potential to be one of the greatest uh, Super Bowls of all time, weather permitting. I understand there's a chance of rain. It's supposed to rain early, and then it's supposed to clear up, uh, maybe rain just a little. Uh, but it should be a great game. Knowing how the NFL officials do it, they're going to have a great field. And uh, with the game being in the hometown of one of the teams, I think that even adds to it. So when you think about great matchups among quarterbacks, I think of Marino versus Montana, and I think of Starbuck versus Terry Bradshaw. Both of those guys are Hall of Famers. Marino, Montana, Hall of Famers. Where does this one rank in as, a, as it pertains to quarterback matchups? Well, this one, I think you're, you're seeing the transition from one era of great quarterbacks to another era of great quarterbacks where you, you have a, a great drop-back guy in Tom Brady who seldom runs, and then you have a Patrick Mahomes who can drop back, uh, run, or whatever, uh, more of the uh, prototype quarterbacks that they have coming into the NFL these days. So I think that's one of the great things about this particular matchup. You've got a 43-year-old guy. Uh, who has been admired by a young guy who's about 20, uh, what, 25 now, and who uh, got some kind words from uh, Brady a couple of years ago in regards to growing up and manning up in the NFL. So uh, this has all the makings, in my opinion, of, uh, like I said, one generation to the next generation. So you have some historical perspective on Super Bowls, and you understand all of the things that go on the week of the Super Bowl. There's none of that this week. Do you think that will impact the game in any way? Yes, it will impact the game in, in, in many ways. Uh, the players of, uh, for Kansas City, for an example, are flying in today. The players at Tampa, it's like a home game for them. They're at home. That's one of the big differences right there. Uh, you don't have all the activities of the uh, media day and all of the other uh, events around the Super Bowl, the signing of autographs, the uh, radio road type adventures, and uh, those things are missed. And I, I think the players missed that also. And the players missed just the fact that even after media day, you have players, uh, with the players are available at various times also. So I think all of that is being missed. 
So how do you think the game will play out? Uh, I, I'm picking uh, I'm picking Tampa Bay. I'm picking Tampa Bay for several reasons. Of course, Tom Brady being one, but I'm picking them also because I, I think their defense has been underrated this year. And I uh, think that their defense with Devin White, Sue, and company will step up and uh, have a great game. But don't count out the uh, Kansas City defense also. And the fact that they have Patrick Mahomes and all of those weapons that they have. Uh, these two teams are two of the most loaded teams to ever come into the Super Bowl game. And the records, uh, if, if weather permitting again, all types of records may be broken in this game if the field is somewhat dry. So let me ask you this. So if Tampa's going to win, if you had an opportunity to take Tom Brady or the field for MVP, meaning any other player to be MVP, who would you take other than Tom Brady to win MVP? I mean, he's probably going to get it if they win, but is there a player that you say, man, this player has the potential to blow this game open for him? Yes, on the Tampa Bay side of the field, a player I feel that could do that, uh, in my opinion, is Devin White. I think uh, if if he goes off on the defense, he's got some help now. He's not by himself on defense. But he could go off and have a super game and uh, end up, you know, I know it's very seldom that a defensive player wins the player, I mean, the MVP award. But in my opinion, he has that type of potential, uh, not only because of his play, but because of the play of his uh, defensive unit. Well, hey, before we let you get out of here, give us a score. I'm going to say 35 to 31. Uh, Tampa Bay wins the game. It goes down to the wire. Maybe a field goal or a late touchdown uh, wins the contest. And also, uh, looking at this game from a historical site, uh, you have Bruce Arians, the coach of the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Another reason I'm picking them. He uh, is one of the oldest coaches, if not the oldest coach, that, that coach a Super Bowl game. Now he's at, he has a chance to win it. So I'm pulling for him. And also the fact that he has eight black coordinators. Uh, how many teams, even teams with black head coaches, don't have eight coordinators that, that I know of? So I'm pulling for Tampa Bay uh, for a number of reasons as a fan, but I think they'll win the game because of their great organization and the great players that they have. And they're at home. Yeah, they're that, at home. Yeah, they won't be firing the can- cannons, though. They won't let them fire the cannons. They said you can't fire the cannons. <laughs> so. Um, you still are the, one of the busiest men in sports radio. How can folks listen to you throughout the week and, of course, uh, on the weekend? Well, on the weekend, I'm with you, I, I joined you and Kevin Allen, and then we, you know, we're interrupted by Chili Bill Smith, and we, <laughs> <laughs> which we love, which we love. You know, he comes in, takes up our time. He, he won't share any of his own time, but hey, it's all fun, <laughs> it's all in fun, and uh, I, I, you know, so they, they can catch us there. Uh, what, at 9 o'clock on Saturday mornings on KTSU, the Devin Wade program. And, and it's a pleasure to do uh, the program with you. I've watched you over the years and how you have uh, developed, and you've done a remarkable job, in my opinion, and you continue to get better, especially being able to mix it up well with the, uh, you know, control everything with the three of us being in there with you. And also they can catch me at 12.30 a.m. KCOH, 12.30 a.m. KCOH, Monday through Friday, and uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I know this program goes all over, but at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time until 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday. 
Hey, well, we certainly appreciate it. And like I said, you've been a mentor. And when we get a chance where well, we can really be in the studio together, uh, obviously right now we're separated by plexiglass, but when we're able to get in the studio together, it, it, we uh, have some great uh, conversations coming up where I can really delve into some of the things you've done because you've been a pioneer here in the city of Houston and uh, really integrating press boxes and, and all of those things. And, and there's so many great stories that don't need to be forgotten or that need to be celebrated. And we definitely... We uh, look forward to doing that in the near future. I look forward to it with, 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 with one promise from me. Yes. Yeah, let me tell the listeners about you in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, you can't tell it I'll, all. You don't have to answer right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer right now. <laughs> well, we'll, hey, of course, we'll see you soon. Let's have a happy Super Bowl Sunday. Same to you. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank, thank you. you. For past episodes or more content, go to WaysWordProductions.com. Joining us now is a former NFL receiver and uh, uh, all-pro fisherman enjoying his retirement. A former Houston Oiler, Patrick Coleman, PC. How are you this afternoon? Hey, doing super. Blessed by the grace of God. Hey, man, um, how are the fish biting these days? <laughs> uh, not at all. <laughs> Depending on where you go, though. Well, hey, I know you like to do that, but you also know the game of football. I wanted to have you on because in the NFL, you were a speed guy, you were an undersized guy, and one of the more intriguing players on the field on Sunday is Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's a guy that is just, man, he's quick and he's fast. Talk a little bit about him as a player and what you see when you look at him. Like I say, you know, sometimes, you know, most of the time these guys are playing amongst 22 guys on both sides of the ball. And then when one guy pops out on either side of the ball, whether it be offensive or defensive, uh, it's like a Michael Jackson of entertainment. This is what this guy is. He's the prince of uh, entertainment. Yeah, Eddie Murphy and uh, Richard Pryor uh, stand-up comedy. And <laughs> it's not often that you get, you know, guys that come out like that, but not just with him. They have a couple other guys that they can go to and, and support the cast. They have receivers that can come in and just duplicate what, what Tyreek is doing. And, you know, that's hard on the defense to be able to match up to that type stuff. And then you got a magician at the quarterback position. You got somebody that's what Tom Brady's been all his life, magical. And it's a new one in town. So get ready. Like Stephen A. Smith. Get ready. It's a new staff in town. Talk a little bit about when you say you, you talked about him being the Eddie Murphy, sort of the Richard Pryor of, of comedians. And what I know you mean by that is how hard is it to be fast when everybody on the field is fast? I mean, he is just uh, tremendously exceptional with his quickness and his speed. Is there a player in the NFL that you played with during your era that kind of reminds you of some of the things that Tyreek Hill is doing? Oh, man. Not in the NFL, but if you want to talk about somebody floating around, you got to go to these people that run track. And he's doing stuff that guys that normally run track or track stand out. You're talking about the car loaders. You see me boats, that kind of speed that this guy has. No, football-wise, we're not talking about anybody else. 
it's a gift that people have and he has it. So in talking about the Super Bowl tomorrow, uh, what do you see? How do you see the game playing out? Tom Brady's going to look good. I mean, he's going to get his. Turnover's going to be a big factor in the game. I think he might throw one or two interceptions. And Kansas City's going to double up on him, man. Everybody's going to get off the Tom Brady bandwagon and understand <laughs> It's a new magician in town, and this guy is magical, man. Whether he win, lose, or draw, he is the next best thing to the best in the NFL that I've seen in a long time. Like I said, you played a number of years in the NFL. You see the field and you see the game in a way that's a little bit different from all of us. Give us a score in tomorrow's Super Bowl. It's going to be a good game. I think it's uh, going to be one of probably the best Super Bowl uh, within the last four or five years. Give me a score. 27, 31, or 24, 30. In favor of Kansas City. Okay. Well, hey, yes, well, we got it, man. Well, like I said, uh, we're going to catch up with you real soon when we can get you in studio and talk a, you know, more about the NFL and some of the stuff that's going to happen in the offseason. So we look forward to that. Yeah, I love it. Rap old Ralph Miles around some things, so get me in better show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, I ain't seen him in a long time. Well, yeah, well, hey, I, he'll be on in this episode, so you have an opportunity. So we'll catch up uh, with you real soon. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. And, hey, happy Super Bowl Sunday. Hey, life and love to y'all too, baby. Our guy Patrick Coleman, and it's always good to hear from him. And he played uh, a number of years in the NFL, and he's a, a like I said, a smaller speed guy, so he can relate to Tyreek Hill and what he's able to do on the football field. If if anybody can, you know, a smaller slot guy with speed. And uh, one of these days, I'll get him to tell you guys how he ended up getting drafted by the New England Patriots. So with that, I am going to go to a conversation we had last time out with Terrence Harris on the last episode where he gave his prediction. Well, since this is a Super Bowl edition, I wanted to go back and play that one for you. Here is our guy, King T, Terrence Harris, on a special edition of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, anywhere you get your podcast. King T is back again for the new So let me ask you this, Super Bowl time. It's Super Bowl time, and I gave you and Eddie a break after your team's loss. And so we didn't. I'm, you mean after we got robbed? We didn't lose. We got robbed. Hold on. Let's, let's get it right, man. We, we got robbed, brothers. We, we didn't lose. <laughs> so I see that your stance is is hardening as time goes by. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm sitting here looking, and I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, it, the Kansas City Chiefs should be the Cleveland Browns right now. I mean, you know, that, that's where really the Cleveland Browns getting ready to play in the Super Bowl. Didn't quite happen that way. So, as it stands, how who are you liking on Sunday? Who's your Super Bowl? What's your Super Bowl prediction? And what team are you picking to win it all? You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's hard to pick against Mahomes because of some of the things I've just watched this young man do. I mean, it's just amazing because he just does not make sense as a quarterback. But he, I mean, he just does just unbelievable things. But you know what? I'm going with Tampa. I'm going with the old man, 
uh, you know, because Brady's, you know, kind of close to my age. So, I, you know, I, that gives me something to, you know, to cheer for. <laughs> so I'm going with Brady. I'm going with I'm going with the the old the old man. I'm going with the two black coordinators. Uh, you know, all of that. I mean, and I and I think that Tampa, they're at home. They're gonna get it. And I mean, and these this Super Bowl is more like a regular season type or like a playoff game than anything because I mean, you, know, you didn't do all of the. The extravaganza stuff throughout the week that that you know can wear a team out. I mean, and so yeah, you know, I, I think that uh, if I remember correctly, Kansas City's not even coming in until maybe the day before the game. So for you know for Tampa, they're at home, they they're still in their routine, they're relaxed. So I I, I like Tampa. I mean, this is a home game for them. Yeah, well, I I like Kansas City huge. And then you look back and you say, well, damn, your left tackle's out and your right tackle's out. Now you got a couple people in COVID protocol. Not, I mean, it that the Fisher being out is a huge deal for huge. them. And I don't think enough people are talking about that, although I'm sure in Vegas uh, that number has been affected by his injury. And then, like I said, we don't know. It, it, we can keep COVID at bay for five or six more days because, again, now you have Demarcus Robinson and uh, you also have uh, another offensive lineman. That yeah, I don't so, understand so, why they – you know what I don't understand, uh, Devin? I don't understand why they didn't do the bubble, some type of bubble for both of those teams. That's what you I know, said. These, these last two weeks. I mean, you could have sent both to nice weather places and just had them quarantine and kind of be together. And, and and do it that way so they they stay separate and they stay safe. I mean, it would have been the easy thing to do. Yeah, I agree. And you know, to 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 kind of you know make sure that this game you protect the integrity of this game. And the NFL didn't do that. I mean, I don't know why not. I mean, you know, why they didn't. Th- you know, why no one thought of that. I'm sure they're, they're thinking of it now as they watch. You know, what's happening with Kansas City. So. I, 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 you know, I, I wonder because I said, "Hey man, Sunday night, you know, go home, kiss your wife, pack your bag, and we out of here for two weeks." Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what should have happened. For more content, go to WaysWordProductions.com. Time for We the People. The people segment is when I check the phone lines, which I will do in just a second at 832-941-6614. And I also post poll questions. And I didn't post multiple questions, just one question. Who is going to win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs or the Buccaneers? And 75% of you said the Kansas City was going to win. And 25% of you guys said the Buccaneers. Ooh, it's, it's tough. I know that uh, probably if you go back east, if you go back, back uh, northeast especially, you'll get a lot of folks. Uh, that number will be a lot closer and a lot more folks will take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if you go south, like to Florida, South Carolina, Georgia, you'll probably get a lot of love for uh, the Buccaneers as well. This is going to be a really good game. This is going to be a really intriguing matchup. I think Kansas City is better. But again, I cannot emphasize enough. You lose a left tackle like Eric Fisher, and then you lose a right tackle. 
I know they, they really Mahomes does a great job of moving around enough that it may not be as big of an issue as it would be for say Tom Brady. If this was Tom Brady's left and right tackles, this may be a huge. It would be a much much more significant impact on that passing game for Tom Brady than Pat Mahomes. But still. You lose a guy like, man, you just can't lose those kinds of guys. But we went to the phone lines. Let's see what you guys had to say. I am Jay Keith, and I'm calling regarding the question of who's going to win the Super Bowl prediction. I am predicting, hoping, and praying that KC wins. And um, I'd like to see Patrick with another ring, maybe for a couple of years, maybe three, four and then we can get back to Tom Brady. In a strange way, we can say that Texas made it to the Super Bowl. Go, KC! Thank you, J. Keith, for checking in. Let me tell you something. She is the real MVP. If you have been on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page... I'm telling you, she posts stuff almost every day, if not every day, and really provides some great information. Sometimes she comes with stories that I haven't heard. And I'm telling you, she's constantly fighting the power. So I really appreciate her and her posts and her participation. And that's why she posted something. And I said, hey, instead of posting, give us a call. And I hope she continues to call and continues to post. We certainly appreciate her. Uh, as it pertains to the Texas ties with Pat Mahomes, I know our guy E.L., who he calls frequently he is a uh he's in lubbock with texas tech and uh of course they are going crazy for pat mahomes down there so yeah that's the texas on texas's only tie uh, to the opportunity to get to a super bowl because dallas is nowhere near it and houston will never be near it at this pace so uh we'll have to see that's her prediction let's see what we have next what's going on d-way this is your boy nate jones chiming in once again I wanted to offer my thoughts up on my Super Bowl prediction. <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and go with my my funny feeling and sneaky suspicion that Tom Brady going to go ahead and pull it off once again. And I'm going to tell you a few factors why that guy's probably nothing actually to do with who I probably think I should go with. Because honestly, I, I my first mind say Chiefs. But the more and more I dwell on it, I got a feeling that the Bucks going to go ahead and pull it off, for one, because the Chiefs already went down there to Tampa and beat the Bucks earlier this season, 27-24. I'm going to go ahead and just reverse that, and this time the Bucks going to beat the Chiefs 27-24. Tom Brady going to go out kind of like he came in with a with his field goal kicker, winning the game on a last-minute field goal, last-second field goal. I think that's what's going to happen this time. Game going to be tied at 24 Brady going to get about a minute and three seconds to move down the field and get within uh, field goal range. And the uh, kicker going to go ahead and kick it through the through them goal posts. And Tom Brady going to go get go ahead and get his seventh ring. That way he's going to be able to brag to Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan going to end up making a commercial or something, giving props to him down the road. So I think that's what's going to happen. I'm going to go with the Bucks, 27-24. It's hard to beat a team twice. And it's dang show hard to beat a team twice in their own building. So that's what I'm going to go with, man. I know everybody got the Chiefs, but I'm going to go ahead and go the other way. That's my initial prediction right now. I'm going to go with the Bucks 27-24.
Peace. How is that for a prediction? My man Nate, he goes all in the detail. He'll, he'll, he's telling you just how it's going to go down on Super Bowl Sunday. He's uh, one of my favorite calls. I always appreciate hearing from him. A lot of people feeling that kind of is Brady. I, I call it sort of like, almost like the, the Brady phobia. Like, oh, how's he going to get it done? Well, I mean, maybe not for everybody else. I, I'll, say, I'll say it for myself. I'll claim it for me because to me, Brady was supposed to lose a couple of Super Bowls. Really, I mean, uh, Seattle, I, I mean, he won it. Whatever happened, happened. It was supposed to happen, yada, yada, yada. But he, he, Marshawn Lynch was supposed to get that football. And Atlanta, what are you doing in the second half of that game? You, I mean, you give up that huge – I mean, it was embarrassing. And I mean, he had to make the play, so he got it done. So, uh, But, again, how is he going to get it done this time? I don't think he is. I, I really don't. I think it's going to be a lot closer than initially I thought it would be. But, again, if you look at Kansas City, for the most part, I mean, they handle Buffalo. But for the most part, they don't just blow teams out. I mean, they haven't like you thought – uh, you would think a team like Kansas City would with that explosive offense. They're the Golden State of football. They're the Golden State Warriors of football. They really are. Because they, if they get rolling, man, no one can stop them. They get going in a major, major way. Let's see who's next. Hey, what's up, Devin? Hey, first off, I just want to say thanks for the shout-out, man. I really enjoy how interactive your show is and – you know, I think the appreciation and love you show to your fans and supporters to speak to the type of person you are. And, you know, many blessings your way, brother. But, you know, as far as the game on Sunday, I, I wasn't going to call in because I feel like what's understood don't need to be said. But, you know, you know, these Chiefs going to take it, you know. Uh, I, I did want to address a couple of the things that you mentioned. Man, but Tampa Bay doesn't want it to rain on Sunday, I promise you. And, yeah, I get it. On, on the offensive side of things, the ball gets a little slippery. But, I mean, obviously, I'm not. it's not breaking news that it's going to be hard to cover Tyreek and McCole Hardman and guys like that uh, just with that elite speed. But if you give those corners bad footing um, like, it, like it would be in a game where it's raining, man, it's over. I mean, Tyreek's going to be so far open. Patrick Mahomes can just, you know, put that touch on the ball, and that's an easy completion even in the rain. And then, you know, what's the alternative? Uh, they're going to have to put in, you know, wear cleats with longer spikes, and you just, you're just not going to be able to keep up with uh, those speedy receivers uh, with those type of cleats. So a rainy weather game, bad footing game is not a game that uh, Tampa Bay wants to play. Um, and, you know, I know, you know, Edwards Alar and, and uh, Williams have kind of been the bell cow backs for the Chiefs. But um, I think Le'Veon Bell has a vintage game in him, you know. And, you know, I think it's exciting to kind of see Bell and Antonio Brown, you know, two of the triple Bs kind of squaring off against each other. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Chiefs are going to take this. My prediction is 38 Chiefs, 31 Tampa Bay. Uh, I mean, you know, Tampa Bay, they're, they're still a great team. But, you know, like you mentioned, Tampa Bay, they're not an all-time great defense. And, I mean, honestly, uh, before these last couple of weeks, I mean, people were picking the Saints to beat them. People were picking Green Bay to beat them. So, um, yeah, they were able to kind of get things together. But the Chiefs are a whole nother monster. And, yeah, I'm, 
I'm a little worried about the tackle situation, but I mean, Patrick can just get that ball out so quick um, and, you know, extend the plays with his legs when he needs to. Um, I don't think it'll be too much of an issue. So, yeah, man, excited to see uh, Patrick Mahomes bring bring another Super Bowl. Thanks, E.L. We certainly appreciate it. And thank you so much for the kind words. We're going to take a brief time out here from our sponsor, Cobank Homes, and our resident DJ, DJ Anarchy. On the other side, Haywood Jeffries. And uh, my final thoughts on the Super Bowl, on this Super Bowl Sunday special of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Sports Talk with Devin Wade wants to thank our sponsor, Kofi Bankus and Cobank Homes. The vision at Cobank Homes is simple. And it stems from the belief that clients can trust CoBank to guide them to realize one of, if not the single largest investment decision they will ever make, their home. CoBank simply looks to build lifelong relationships through service. They do this by using faith, knowledge, and technology to guide clients through the process of achieving their real estate goals. Be it buying, selling, or investing in real estate, contact Kofi at 832 757 7950. That's 832-757-7950. Cobank Homes through Keller Williams. He's doing his thing in and around the city of Houston. Check him out on Instagram or on SoundCloud. DJ Anarchy, uh, he is our resident guy. But if you have music, if you're a DJ, if you're an artist, if you know someone who wants their music played on the podcast, just uh, submit it to us. Music at wadeswordproductions.com. That's music at wadeswordproductions.com. And uh, we'll get a snippet on at the halfway point or an extended portion of a mix or an entire song at the end of the podcast. Well, before we get out of here, I have to uh, bring in my guy, my best friend. We've been friends for 20 30 we've been a long long time Haywood Jeffries former NFL wide receiver we talked yesterday he got his vaccine this morning he and his lovely wife are trying to make sure I get mine so that's that's friendship right there and and also shouts out to Ralph Ralph was trying to get me in there yesterday so both Ralph and Haywood are trying to make sure I get the vaccine too because I'm trying to stay safe, y'all. I'm trying to, to to make this thing work as long as I can. <laughs> so, But we talked about the Super Bowl. Here's his take on what we're going to see on Super Bowl Sunday for Super Bowl 55. For past episodes or more content, go to wadeswordproductions.com. As promised, my best friend, former NFL wide receiver. And you know what? Just to affirm that he's my best friend, he's been working on getting me the vaccine all week. You can't beat that. No matter what we've been through, you trying to get me a vaccine puts you at the top of the list, man. How are you? 
I feel great, man. I'm doing great. You know, I love you if I'm trying to sign you up to get you trying to save me well you know what i've been meaning to get you on and we're going to get you on real soon for a long sort of a usual uh, episode of the podcast but this is a special super bowl edition and i have to before i get a score i want to get your take on how do you think the game will go tomorrow i think it'll be a high scoring game it's gonna be exciting you got two great quarterbacks you got a all-time great, and you got the up-and-coming, uh, soon-to-be all-time great. That's in uh, my homes. So I asked this question. We were talking about this, and a lot of people saying this is the greatest matchup of all time. Well, I don't. I mean, I guess yeah, it's intriguing in one sense. But is it better to have a guy like who's done it all, like Brady, versus a guy who's who started doing it, or two guys at the very top of the game going against each other? And I harken back to a matchup between, say, Bradshaw and Roger Staubach. Uh, of the Dallas Cowboys, you know, those matchups, or Marino versus Montana. Is this the best matchup of all time among quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? Yes, I think I think so, just because of the uh, of the GOAT, you know, the greatest of all time, and who could be the next guy to take that step to be the greatest. So if I had it, if you had to put it in that perspective, I think it's probably the best matchup that we had as far as uh, the two best quarterbacks past and present so let me ask you this uh, now a couple things there, there's not a lot of the same hype and in fact kansas city late to get into tampa and tampa has the home field advantage how do you think those things will play into it because this is not your usual super bowl because there's no hype no build up in the same way there's no week of crazy questions from media and all of that stuff how do you think all of this stuff will affect the game well, I think it's the best thing could ever happen for us. Uh, you know, two teams getting ready for a Super Bowl. I mean, you have two weeks to prepare. You don't have no outside influence. Everybody gets the rest. And you're only looking at the players, no one else. You don't have to worry about uh, outside influences. So I think it's no uh, advantage. But if you want to give someone an edge, you'll give it to Tampa Bay since they get to stay at home. But they only get to stay at home versus them one day because you think about it, Kansas City is coming in today. So they've done all the preparation they needed to do. Uh, they had two weeks. You know, the people that's been on injuries, they had a chance to heal. And, you know, and people that's not going to play, you know, the players are replacing them. They have a chance to practice for two weeks and to get familiar with quarterback if it's offense, you know, if it's defense, you know, they have the opportunity to uh, get a chance to uh, come together. You know, two weeks is a long time, Devin. Yeah, yeah, especially this time of year after a full season. I want to ask you, if it does rain, rain is in the forecast, does that favor one team over the other? No, not, not like a team for Kansas City. You think it will favor the home team? Since they're at home, and they, as they say, they know all the dead spots on the field. You know, know where, where uh, you know where the holes are on the field, and should I go to the left or should I go to the right? Is there going to be more mud here? Is it going to be more divots coming up? No, I think if anybody had an advantage that is, a, is an away team, it's always been a team that's played in the cold and the hot weather. And you know what team that is. That's Kansas City. So they're used to all the elements. So it, it doesn't, it's really no advantage. Let's just think about it. At this time when you're great and when you're good, 
you know, you don't think about all elements. So it's 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 a it's even. So which quarterback will have the better day? We've seen uh, Brady. He turned over the ball uh, three times last week, two times in the first matchup between these two teams. Uh, how do you see the matchup between the quarterbacks? Do you see Brady having another day where he had, he struggles with turnovers? It's okay. Turnovers are not hurting Brady, but he hasn't had quite this type of quarterback with this type of offense. You know, even though uh, they play one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game and Aaron Rodgers, but they don't have the explosiveness on offense to overcome a turnover against a team like Green Bay like they can with Kansas City. It has to be the opposite with Kansas City. You have to get turnovers with them because they're going to keep moving the ball and, and keep the pressure on you. So uh, just looking at it, uh, you know, as uh, me closing my eyes, if Tampa Bay do not get no turnovers, it's going to be a tough day for Tampa Bay. Yeah, what do you think about that defense? I mean, you talk about Dominican Sue and Devin White and uh, Shaquille Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul. What do you think about them? And, and especially since the left tackle and the right tackle out for Kansas City, that's pretty big, and people not talking enough about that. What, what's your take on that? Well, I just tell you, two weeks, that's a long time. And people forget about players in general. They just think, oh, these players, these other players can't play because they don't see them. They top-notch guys. They some of the best players in the league. If you are on that roster, you are capable of making plays and becoming one of the great players any given week. We got to forget about, you know, oh, somebody's out. It's the next man up. We know that's how it works. It's the next man up. I don't care who's who's up next uh, or whatever, but anytime you got a guy like that, that's running the show like Mahomes. I mean, no different who you have. They got a personnel that you got to equip to beat because that means you got to get rid of the ball fast. If the guys are getting the, the, the rush to him, he'll get rid of it. He's not going to sit back there and try to take five and seven step drops just to go ahead and get sacked. He's that smart and, you know, to know the game. He's been there long enough to know if you got a pass rush coming and they're getting to me, I'm going to. I'm going to stop the five and seven stop drops and uh, just go to the quick game and start throwing hitches, slants. Then all of a sudden, when they bring pressure, he'll throw a couple of deep. So give me your uh, your final score and give me who's uh, who's going to win it all. Well, I know everybody liking Tampa from, from what I've been hearing lately because they're worried about the offensive line of Kansas City that they are going to be in trouble for us to pass rush. But I thought about this. You know who's playing the best defense? It's Kansas City. And I watched the two quarterbacks, Josh Allen, and I watched Tom Brady. They'd rather play Tom Brady than Josh Allen. And the score would be 37 to 23. And who's your MVP? Kansas City. Kansas City would be the winner. And who's your MVP? Oh, come on. It's Mahomes every time. Hey, man, we got you, man. And, and like I said, we'll have you on in the near future. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep on uh, working on me getting that vaccine because you, you have your shot coming up, right? You got your shot coming up, right? Yes, I have a bad heart, and you you got a uh, bad heart, too. So <laughs> we, both, we both need to go get that shot. Yeah. I'm going to be praying I, for you. I, I got I'm whatever they say I need. Buddy. Yeah, I'm a, I got whatever they say I need to have to get my shot early. So. Don't worry. You got me. You got me on your side, so I'm going to keep signing you up, buddy. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, man. Love you. 
To have your comments heard, call 832-941-6614. want to thank Haywood for his time and his take on the Super Bowl. We normally argue a whole lot, but uh, we were glad to have him on and look forward to having him on real, real soon. You know, uh, people always ask me, oh, how's he doing? How's he doing? And, and he's doing a lot better. He you know, has some health issues. And uh, like I said, it's changed his perspective. He's a, I mean, he's a, he's a different dude now as he uh, is really taking care of himself now. I mean, both of us are doing a little bit better <laughs> after uh, some of the adventures in the, in the in the 90s. I'll just say that. Um, you know what, man? This has been fun. I really, really hate that I didn't get a chance to for you guys to hear from Eddie Robinson. But you can give us a call, 713-313-4354, like Chatterbox just told you. And, of course, you can hit me up on Way- at Wade's Word on Twitter. And uh, you know what? Before I let go. Before I let go. Before I let go, hey, as I think about it, and I've thought about it, and now I've recorded, I initially recorded my prediction, I think Thursday, and then I repeated that on yesterday, 34-31 Kansas City. But you know what? It's Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going out on a limb. This is going to be a blowout. 42-20 Kansas City. Mahomes is going to prove why he's the Michael Jordan of football this season. I'm not talking about for a career, but for this season. If you agree, hey, hit me up. If you don't, hey, we will come to you guys next week with another podcast we'll talk about the hall of famers uh, i'll catch up with eddie and terrence and those guys and we'll do post-mortem on the super bowl and you can give me your takes as well call us anytime we certainly appreciate hearing from you and if you haven't listened to other episodes please go back and listen to past episodes wadeswordproductions.com or subscribe on apple podcast on soundcloud tune in iheartmedia uh, radio.com wherever you google play wherever you get your podcast just uh, look us up and subscribe so you can be a part of the sports talk with Devin Wade community, and as always, remember these four things. Number one, I don't do no favors after 6 o'clock in the evening. Two, I ain't got no money. Three, I'm not harboring any fugitives from justice. And four, bye. (laughs) This has been the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Remember, you can follow him on Twitter at Wade's Word. Thank you for listening.